everyone, Frank and Darren, back again, the Slaughterland Movie Podcast, with the things you didn't know about the Halloween franchise, all taken from this magnificent thick book that we've been promoting. Taking oh, yeah. Shape. Yeah. Great, great stuff in here. Darren, it is a quick read. You get engulfed once you read this stuff. You oh, yeah. keep going and going and going and going. Um, it's just an amazing book, but we're here to talk about this time, H2O, Halloween H2O, Halloween 7. Um, Darren, really quick, out of all the franchises of every slasher and every horror movie ever created, what does Halloween like about having nice round numerical numbers? They always want to do things 10 years, 20 years, 40 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, I mean, it, it took a long time for this to be called H2O. You know, there was, we'll talk about the numerous sort of script versions and things like that and ideas mm -hmm. that they had. Um, but initially, this was just destined for VHS. Um, yes. It was it was titled Halloween 7. Um, it was going to go straight to VHS. At the time, Halloween 6 uh, was actually the lowest reviewed um, movie in the Halloween franchise. Not just the Halloween franchise, but all the major horror franchises at the time. So Elm Street, Chainsaw, Friday the 13th. Halloween 6 was the worst reviewed across all those franchises. And it it what it equates to at the time of of taking shape being written was a six percent on rotten tomatoes mm -hmm. <laughs> or tomatoes as you guys call it um that now is nine percent so obviously a few bit more people have kind of revisited it and and the score's gone up slightly but yeah a really devastating um set of reviews for the for the franchise and the reason why they initially wanted to put it to to, to video yeah i mean it, it was going to the way of hellraiser wasn't it after three it was just hellraiser three or four after bloodlines you know came inferno and it was going right to video and it's yeah. because the weinsteins got their grubby little greasy little pervy hands onto <laughs> everything and they start fucking with everything they you do know, and, they, and, it, and then they <laughs> put more money they want more gore and they, they just want to bundle with shit and then they just fucking fucking goes right to video or or they just lose the budget i mean they come meddled on, I mean, they just meddled too much yeah, and they, they fiddled and diddled you know they did everything you know they, they just wanted to rinse it for everything and, and putting it to video obviously everybody knows that that's a significant you know downgrade if you're if you're going to put a director a movie director to to video and in terms of the budget and the quality of the film and the talent that you can hire to work on it it, yeah. it would have just been curtains they decided that they're going to bring this to the movies and they got they got jamie lee curtis involved and they were going to get john carpenter to come mm. back yeah and it was gonna they, they were gonna get the crew back together and it was gonna yeah. be awesome mm. but no because john carpenter is 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 stingy and greedy well, and well they, i mean they, they hired a guy to write a script a guy called robert zapier who yep. was who was actually the he'd never done any horror or anything like that he actually great start. we're doing a great yeah, start right it's, here it's a great start the only thing that he'd really done was home improvement he was a writer yeah. for home improvement oh god i'm not is that the what is home improvement is home that, improvement is with tim allen uh right okay he's, he's the uh the, the tool time tim the tool the tool man taylor yeah uh, him yeah and he has his own uh, show yeah <laughs> Uh, so, so he he begins writing um, the script. He knows full well that it's going to um, to VHS, um, and the script at this stage is called Halloween Seven: The Two Faces of Evil. Oh fuck! Now, 
it, hear this out, right? So the script involved a babysitter being killed and the killer appears to be Michael Myers. However, Michael is in prison and has been there for three years. And the police suspect a criminal turned magician to be the culprit. And then all of a sudden, Michael dies in mysterious circumstances in prison. And his body is then taken to the morgue. It vanishes along with two morgue attendants. And with Halloween fast approaching, more bodies start piling up. And the police have to kind of scramble to figure out, is this a dead killer that's been brought back to life? Or is it the work of an obsessed fan? Now, doesn't this kind of sound familiar? A little bit. A little bit of what we're futurely possibly going to get. Now, if Corey in this movie coming up pulls a rabbit out of somebody's ass, then we're going to know where this where this script is coming from. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, it's not it's not worse that they say, well, listen, we got to start fresh because we got to take away uh, four or five and six. You know, it was going to be a new uh, a new timeline. Well, you but, know, he they were keeping that in there at this stage. They were, yeah, they were. Uh, until it wasn't until know, very late on that they actually decided to do away with four, five, and six. Yeah, but yeah. Um, <laughs> as 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 he's writing this, he doesn't know that Dimension have had other talks, and they've approached Jamie Lee Curtis and said, mm-hmm. "Why don't you come back?" And let's kind of make this another, you know, big, huge theatrical experience again. So Robert Zappia is writing his script. He's kind of busy beavering away on it. Jamie Lee Curtis then starts to meet with John Carpenter and Deborah Hill and Bob Weinstein about every, getting the band back together, about everybody coming back to make Halloween, yeah. what would become Halloween, H2O. Um she wanted Carpenter to direct, to direct Deborah Hill to produce, and um, and yeah, it, it was all it was all going in the right direction. Then all of a sudden, Carpenter gets a bit greedy because he figures that he's missed out on royalties over the years for Halloween, and he asks for ten million to oh. return plus a three picture deal with the Weinstein's. A little greedy, a little greedy. Yeah. Yeah, three pictures, and, and they just laughed at him. It was just, it was over and done with, pretty much straight away. It was never going to happen. And no, James, no amount of Jamie Lee Curtis trying to convince Carpenter to drop his fee or anything like that could could get that show moving. But um, what could have been? Yeah, what could have been? This could have been maybe the, you know, he could have stopped making music on his keyboard for the rest of the series, you know, and uh, you know, directed maybe. a movie. It would have made you tickle pink. Yeah, and maybe he wouldn't have subjected us to some of those, you know, sort of what, movies four that masks? we... Well, it, 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 the four masks for one, because he wouldn't have put up with that. No. The whole... the whole. It's interesting that the whole um, original Myers mask was totally out of the question. There was a huge issue at this point in time with um, with the Shatner likeness and all that kind of stuff. And so there was no question that they were going to... Um, use the original mask it was always going to be this new mask um but we'll get onto the mask in a little bit so yeah. at the moment yeah. we have we have jamie lee curtis on board we have no carpenter we have no deborah hill anymore no um, director 
Exactly. We have Robert Zapier writing away his director video script, which he delivers, and then they break the news to him that, that they're not going to do it. And I think he's good. Yeah. Um, which you would be, you would be. Even though he wasn't a horror writer, he was a big Halloween fan. And so, um, you know, the, the the whole idea was just kind of choked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they then tell him that they're hatching a plan to to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back. And I think there's a brief pause in, in, in his involvement. It's at that point that Scream comes out. And that's the kind of darling horror film of the time. And um, revitalizes they, the slasher genre. It does, absolutely, yeah. And the whole thing's like an homage to, to Halloween as well. And so they think, yeah, we've got to get this moving. So Jamie Lee Curtis then meets with Kevin Williamson. She's filming um, the movie Virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you seen Virus? Oh, Donald Sutherland. Oh, my <laughs> God. You, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see a Donald Sutherland Terminator... <laughs> watch virus it is it is it is oh boring yeah shit yeah it's it's so anyway she meets kevin williamson williamson on the back lot of where she's filming um virus and he tells her about dawson's creek <laughs> which at that time steve minor was directing the pilot for dawson's mm-hmm. creek and a few episodes as well. He did. He did a few episodes. She, he suggests, "Why don't we get Steve Miner to direct the movie?" Given his kind of previous horror experience with Friday the Thirteenth and um, House, mm-hmm. as well, he directed House. I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so the link there is that Steve Miner had also directed um, Jamie Lee Curtis in Forever Young. With good with Mel movie. Gibson, good yeah, movie. yeah, no, I like that film as well. Good, it's good. Um, so I think he was a bit apprehensive at first, but the two of them managed to convince him, and then that started the whole process of Kevin Williamson kind of writing this treatment for Halloween H two O. I don't know what you think of. Well, I do know what you think of H two O. I know that for me, the 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 movie is. Um, I liked it at the time. I think when I first saw it. Nowadays, I think it's really dated somewhat, uh, more so than a lot of the other films. Um, there are a lot of it's it's there are a lot of things in there that I'd question as to why did they do that. And reading these books recently, you kind of you can see that, that, that the the movie your negativity towards <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't think it's the worst film in the franchise by oh, by, far, uh, no, by a long no, shot. No. Um, and there are no. there is some good stuff in there. I think moving location and everything was maybe a, a not the right decision because it, it certainly doesn't feel like Halloween at all where mm-hmm. wherever they are. Is it California they are? I think it yeah, is. They're out it? California. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And well, what, you know, what do you think nowadays? Well, well, Darren, you know what it is? It's We all have our Halloween movies that we saw to get into this franchise. For me, it was four. For you, I think it was the first one. It really yeah, was the yeah. first one. And for a lot of people, a lot of people watching and a lot of people listening that in our fellow podcast broadcasters and YouTube uh, um, channels, it was H2O that got him into the Mm. franchise. A lot of them. Because think about it this way. This would be the first movie coming out in 1998 
if you were you would buy the fur your first R-rated ticket. And so it, it holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, yeah. It's not my it's not my Michael though. It's it's um uh we always say that it's not my Michael, like it's like it's our <laughs> fucking kid. It's the lowest blood count of the franchise, isn't it? Yeah, but the funny thing is that it I wasn't it was to the stalking as we get in the first one. Yeah. It 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 was also yeah, but it's it's I don't think it's done that well. Um no. I, I look, I know that we we have some friends that out there, as you said, that are a huge fan. I know Barry from Wolfman's Got Nards. He's a huge fan of this film. I think yeah. it's one of his favorites in the, in the whole franchise. And that's, you know, because it was probably the first film that he saw, and so you naturally kind of gravitate towards it. Um, I think that the whole thing for me was, and I remember the announcements at the time, it was the early days of the internet. There was a Halloween website back then, an official Halloween website. And I remember all the announcements of, of Jamie Lee Curtis's coming back and you know, and then slowly the cast started to be announced. And Charles S. Dutton was in the movie originally. Um, and he had a role which was kind of like a sort of fill-in for for Donald Pleasance. He played a detective that was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of um, going around trying to get to the bottom of what was happening. And, and then he sort of gets killed off um, midway through, I think. Um, but they kind of hacked, they axed that, that kind of subplot um, not long before they started um, shooting, um, which would have kind of made the film longer. It probably explains why the movie is so short. I think it's what in eighty something minutes, isn't it? It's the yeah. shortest in the franchise. So Kevin Williamson delivers his treatment, and really, of the treatment that he delivered, there's only kind of the first act of it that's sort of made it to to the actual final film, which resembles um, a Halloween movie. Yeah, and uh, since because it was going to be a, a Halloween movie, I mean, having Marion Chambers back was a good Easter egg for a lot of the, um, let's, let's just put a lot of the purists and a lot of the senior Halloween fans uh, from the start, because everyone knows who Marion Chambers was from the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were actually going to switch it and actually have Rachel Loomis come in, who was Sam's daughter, which would have yeah. made sense as well. Mm-hmm. Um and they were going to keep the same thing, you know, Michael ransacking everything. But Darren, was she going to be, she, she, I think she was going to be killed off. But you take a, a character like that that has an attachment to, you know, one of the greatest protagonists of a slasher of all time and kill her at the, right, right in the beginning. I mean, that would yeah, have sucked. I, I think there was, um, there was obviously a hook there as to why they were going to do that scene. And obviously they do it to a certain extent, but. So initially, Rachel was gonna was gonna uh, go into the room that Michael had ransacked, and she would find a folder on the floor marked Kerry Tate, mm-hmm. which obviously is um, Laurie's aliases. Yeah, alias. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, still, all of the original Halloween movies were gonna be canon still, and so the whole idea was that that in Halloween Four we figure out that Laurie's been killed in a car crash and in this film we learn that that she's faked her own death and that she's still alive living as Carrie Tate and that also her own daughter um she regrets giving up her own daughter who's now subsequently dead which is Jamie listen Lloyd to this listen to this ladies and gentlemen you are those of you who are fans of Jamie Lloyd and then everyone's taking the piss out of saying you know 
you know, I miss uh, my brother John and Jamie from what Karen's been saying and Lori's been saying who, you know, because I don't remember <laughs> having those kids. Well, yeah, because they're different Lori's and, and, and different Karen's, uh, Carrie's. Uh, but yeah, this this was going to happen. They were actually going to have a folder on both of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so when Kerry learns of Rachel's death, or Laurie learns of Rachel's death, her anxiety kind of heightens and, and worsens when a student of uh, her school does like a dissertation on, on, on the history of Haddonfield. And he basically recaps the whole events of Halloween 1 to 6, reminding Kerry how she faked her own death and abandoned her daughter, Jamie Lloyd. So Bastard now has a fucking son, and then she still has <laughs> yeah, a kid. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you couldn't yeah. drag this fucking kid with you down to California, <laughs> and we couldn't have locked up or shredded that file. I mean, could you imagine, Darren? Imagine in both our opposite countries, people in the witness protection program, and the folder is left on the kitchen table. Yeah, exactly. For any people exactly. to see, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the proof is right here. Your shit ain't safe. Well, I think that Michael pulls it out. I think Michael, when he's ransacking Loomis's office, he finds that folder and figures out that it's Laurie. That's what drags him to go to California so, and find her. My, Michael's not illiterate. He can read, right? He can read. I presume so. Yeah. So, you know, stop signs. He knows red and yellow and green, you know, traffic signs, yeah. signals and yeah. everything. Walk across the street with those signals, you know, for the pedestrian crosswalks. And he just goes through, I could see him opening up a file and going, Carrie Tate. Oh. It's my sister. Okay. <laughs> Where is she at? All right. She's in California. All right. I'll put that right back. There we go. Just... <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine seeing that? Him just going, <laughs> <laughs> Licking his finger as well. This, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this tongue coming through this mask. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue is all brown and everything like that because it hasn't been teeth brushed and everything. <laughs> oh man! Or I would, I would have loved to see him. You know, going, uh, you know, sleeping on, uh, sitting on Loomis's chair or something like that. <laughs> I'm a come on, ladies and gentlemen. This is getting ridiculous. Ransacking and looking through files. Who? keeps files on people you're supposed to protect now the, do you think sam do you think dr loomis helped Lori escape michael the, yeah i guess so i guess they, he had some involvement in i maybe her relocation her new identity or something like that he would have had to be involved at some stage uh, uh but you're right but, yeah, I would have thought so. Who knows? So he's I definitely mean, the forger from Great Escape, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> Laurie, I got a brilliant idea. We're going to make you dead. I can get passports, some licenses. Hell, I'm not even a real doctor. And look how good that diploma looks on the wall. <laughs> He's got her ID with, and she's got like a mustache and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like in a Vegas vacation, right? You just hold up that billboard, you know. When Ray, Ray, Ray is holding up that billboard, you know, for uh, you know for for uh, Rusty to get into the, all the uh, casinos. 
Yeah. Make it a fake ID. <laughs> Jesus. You're a doctor giving you, you know, oh my God, helping you die. I would love to see that, you know, but yeah, okay. But he doesn't keep it under lock and key. Well, it doesn't matter if it was under lock and key. He probably could have pulled it open. You know, <laughs> Jesus, man, what are we doing here? But that's not the, the end of the kind of, you know, ridiculousness of this. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. The, the, there was also Kevin Williamson obviously kind of put this script together to kind of, you know, so they could have a big relaunch back in the cinema. Um, it's a 20th anniversary. At this point, still, it's not called Halloween H2O. No, um, no one's that smart. No, no one's that smart. And and the, he he writes some big budget set pieces in this. There's a scene kind of later on in the movie where there's a rescue helicopter that comes in oh, to get the kids off God. the campus. It's true and lies. Myers, Myers jumps in. It's true lies. You're right. That's what, exactly what it is. Myers jumps into the helicopter and slits the pilot's throat. And I think, if I remember rightly from what I read, I think that, that Laurie's son, uh, oh, one of the kids tries flying the helicopter and it smashes into a mountainside. Uh, another another uh, kind of finale had them escaping uh, on a on a bus on a school bus so there's Laurie and her son and the girlfriend or whatever I think they were called something different at this stage uh, escape on this school bus Myers is on the roof he causes the bus to kind of crash they end up um, uh, hanging off the edge of a cliff and Myers is hanging off the the, the what do you call them the the bull the bar or the bumper, yeah. the bumper, yeah, he's hanging off the the bump, um, oh and it's God. like <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> it's like Die Hard. It is. So, so there was all sorts of kind of fancy ideas like that, and obviously the Weinstein's just looked at it and went, "This is a slasher film. This ain't, as you said, true lies." So, um, so yeah, so they they had to dial it all down, and that's why you get that kind of you know ambulance scene at the end, and and. Sort of lower budget take on things. However, one of the endings, in order to kill Michael after the bus crash, apparently um, there was a scene where as the rescue helicopter came in, <laughs> oh fuck, and and fucking chopped him up. <laughs> oh, you know what? If they just added a Saint a Saint Bernard with a jug of whiskey underneath <laughs> on that helicopter, it would have made a better movie. <laughs> he's there he could you imagine michael's still alive and the dog sniffing him <laughs> you know and it just takes a swig out of the saint bernard's chuck oh dear. <laughs> but what we have is is um at, 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 at this point because kevin williamson's written this um this treatment which is slightly ambitious for for what the the weinsteins and the producers had in mind um they bring back Robert Zapier, mm-hmm. the guy who wrote the Viet- director VHS version. This version of Halloween is called uh, Halloween Blood Ties, and Robert Zapier works on the on the script with Kevin Williamson. Uh, who eventually Kevin Williamson has to kind of move on because there's some issues with um, uh, being credited because his work isn't as much as it was initially. And yeah. and so he moves on and actually acts as a consultant as well. So Zapier carries on writing and there ends up being a scene where as, it's kind of similar to uh, what we get in H2O anyway. There's, there's a moment where as they're in a gym 
and there's a fight sequence in the gym and John Tate shoots the shape who ends up going into the swimming pool. And just as the shape falls into the swimming pool, he shouts out Laurie, and screams Laurie. And he tries to pull himself out of the swimming pool. <laughs> and Laurie grabs a javelin that's lying nearby and skewers Myers on the end of it and pushes him back into the pool where he subsequently drowns and that's the end of him. So they'd gone all the way from the helicopter blades chopping him up in tunnels and, and buses going off of cliffs to, to just being skewered like a kebab. <laughs> Screaming Laurie. Yeah, Screaming Laurie. And that would have been really divisive with fans, I think, if to have Michael, you know, shout out. He's not out. supposed to talk. No, He's not supposed no. to talk. If you're going to make no. him talk, you'd start the move, you start the, the franchise all over again, make him talk as a kid yeah. to the point where yeah. he doesn't talk anymore. Yeah. That's fine. That'd be fine mm. with us. Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, and, 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 and I just can't believe that. I mean, I, I don't care about the pool and everything like that. It's the talking of him shouting, Lori, it's sacrilege in this in this franchise. But it's not as sacrilege as, you know, somebody calling up the producers and saying, I want to be part of this movie, even if it's in the background. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Daniel Harris was going to be part of this. And she was begging to come back even though she said fuck fuck all to the fucking six and i think this was punishment i think bob why bob and harvey said no we know your loyalty is you know you don't want anyone to come back why would he have you back here but but the, the whole thing cool. about that is that she 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 was begging them to come back and she didn't care what capacity it was in and the book quotes her as, as saying in an interview that she said that she would have done anything to have been in that film, even if it was buying a soda in the background. Oh. That's how desperate she was. And obviously that never happened because, and at this point still, one to six are canon because there's also a scene written in there whereas Michael steals Laurie's gravestone and as we, we find out that that's happened, you can see Jamie Lloyd's gravestone at the side of hers. Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I could imagine Michael taking it with him, tying it to the bumper of that old beater he took. And it's just dragging <laughs> yeah. it the streets, you know, all the way to California. And by the time he gets to California, this huge headstone is about the size of a pebble. And he just puts his arms up like, what the fuck? <laughs> was it like the dog in vacation? Who was left oh, high? Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a headstone like this as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean but that, that would have been oh, i would like to yeah. see him bring the headstone to california mm. you know i would he put it in the car i mean because the, the car would have gone further down with the weight and yeah. the car would be further up i mean it's unbelievable it's all the way to california on two yeah. wheels <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and oh. some of this stuff you know i'm glad they took out the helicopter scene i mean Darren, how, how much is it of a budget when they involve a stunt of a vehicle? Well, it depends. It, you know, it depends. I mean, they, they were obviously trying to do something that was way too grand for the budget. And so, so the budget was only $17 million, but it, the movie brought in $75 million, so it was a hit. Um, but at but the Darren, time... John it, wanted 10 of that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Can you imagine if they'd said yes, and then they just had this kind of seven... Job. I'm sure Jamie Lee Curtis was taking a bit of a handsome uh, paycheck from this as well. It's uh, 
and you know and granted the 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 movie itself kind of spawned two big hollywood actors in yes. in um in josh hartnett who's kind of gone off the boil a little bit over the last yeah. kind of 10 yeah. years but michelle williams oscar winning actress there it's uh i don't really remember them in much other than these films was michelle williams in dawson's creek she was so eventually um, as I've said, the script slowly starts to do away with Halloween 4, 5, and 6, and they make the decision to go from Halloween 2 through to Halloween H2O. Um, not sure about that decision. Um, no. I would have kept Halloween 4 at least as canon, um, because that whole thing about her faking her own death and changing her identity would then kind of make sense. Um, I don't know about why she would have done away with a daughter, but um it it's it i think i i would have liked to have seen them include halloween 4 but there's no sort of there's no kind of real nod to halloween 2 in this at all there's a mention no. from john that michael has watched, his eyes for christ's sake yeah exactly yeah yeah there's a mention that 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 um i think john says something along the lines of you watched him burn or something yeah. he's dead you watched him burn but yet there's no call back to it there's no nod to that at all. There's no makeup. There's no, you know, he's got, he's got great skin and a nice clean mask and, you know. Great <laughs> collagen. Yeah. And that, that mask, I mean, that was the kind of, we've talked about this before on our Halloween yeah. H2O episode, but just reading um, how much of an issue it was for them on, on set, you know, just Steve Miner just hated the mask, absolutely yeah. hated it. Uh, and so they got, Stan Winston in to um, to create the mask, and it was all because um, Steve Miner was was in pre production for Lake Placid, uh, which Stan Winston was doing the the the, the croc or alligator I can't remember now in as a croc was doing the crocovex, and he did the mask for Steve Miner as a favour. Um, yeah, <laughs> whatever the, the damn thing is. It well, the, wine, <laughs> the Weinstein's wanted uh, wanted the Halloween Six mask. But Steve Miner hated it for whatever reason, um, which I kind of would have preferred the the Halloween. So you get this mishmash of 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 the kind of smooth sort of Piero type mask. You get Stan Winston's mask. You also get some shots at the start of the film that uses <laughs> the Halloween Six mask, mm. and then you get the the terrible CG mask, which oh. the edit. The editor of the movie does talk about. Um, have you froze? No, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> uh, the editor. <laughs> the editor in the book does talk about the fact that they were they were told by the the effects company that CGI has come a long way now, and this mask is going to look it's going to look fantastic. And Crap, you know, graphics you, interface. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you're you not going to be able to tell the difference. And then when they delivered the effects, they were stuck because the, the release date was fast approaching. And so it was a case of they just had to go with what they had. And I think that whilst on VHS and maybe TV at the time, they may have got away with it slightly. But over the years, it's just kind of as with, with the dawn of Blu-ray and, and soon 4K uh, version of H2O that's coming out. Can you imagine what that's going to look oh, like? Oh my god. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this this looks like uh what's her name from Superman 3 when she becomes a a, a machine. <laughs> yeah. Bess. 
Beth? Yeah. Beth? Is it? I can't remember her name. Whatever. Now. You know, it is, it's, it's painted on <laughs> silver. I mean, he looks like a Transformer. Yeah, it's not great, is it? It's not oh, great. Oh, you got, hello. Mm-hmm. No, just, just <laughs> weird. Just weird. It's the way it kind of <laughs> robotically yeah. sort of tilts its head. And, and at the end of the day, I kind of think I've, I've fond memories of the film. When it when it was in pre-production, the announcements, the first trailer, going to see it, and I did see it three times at the cinema, and I was just pleased that the, the Halloween movie had come back in such a way, and it was great to see Jamie Lee Curtis. I think over time, it's just kind three of three times. Yeah, I did, I did, three times. Were you? I think I. Up I, to I the gills. <laughs> no, not at all. No, at all. I went to see. It. Uh, I saw it first myself. Because I worked in a cinema at the time and we got the film in on like the Wednesday and the film came out on the Friday. Nothing happened, I watched yeah. it by myself. Uh, I brought my girlfriend to see it on the Friday night. We watched it together. I think I broke up with my girlfriend midway through the run of Halloween H2O. Found a, <laughs> found, found a new girlfriend. Oh, and that reminds me as well. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to see you anymore. <laughs> Pass the popcorn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she, she ditched me because it's how fucking what the film was like uh but no i got i found <laughs> i found a new girlfriend and uh i found a new i sound like borat for god's sake my <laughs> wife dead it's okay i have a new wife nice. um, no, <laughs> um no i i i ended, ended up in another relationship and so i was able to take that girl to see this as well but then that ended so on your I've, luck, you're gonna take to say. <laughs> so if you have a relationship and it's going south and sour, you say, "You want to go see H two O?" I gotta end this. So and that relationship didn't movie? work out. And no. I've shown it to my. I've, I haven't shown it to my 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 wife, the current don't, Mrs. Sands. Don't <laughs> don't show this. I mean, I'm sure she's watched it on her own, or maybe she's never seen it. Um, I don't think she would have watched this on her own. You're gonna get together, and you two are gonna show pictures of your of your of of your house being in shambles, dishes being thrown, all because of this movie. <laughs> this movie has broken up marriages and couples. Proof right here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Proof. Not like my anyway. <laughs> I saw two your... people having sex while watching this movie. <laughs> your final thoughts on this film? H two O has a special place in a lot of people's hearts. I was happy when it came out. Yeah, um, Lucy and Lori Strode back. This was, this was my first experience of having Lori back and seeing her on screen, like so many have seen in '78 and '81. Um, if they were going to call Jamie back uh, after we were talking about, you know, things they could have done in this book and and things they could have added, they could have done something where if Lori looked. She had a locked cabinet, and is a picture of Daniel Harris as young Jamie Lloyd. That could yeah. have been a good Easter egg, and she's never hmm. told John about it. And then when Michael comes in, she could have said, "Listen, he's he's coming after me. He's oh wait, I'm thinking about H18, <laughs> where I said he's he's he waited for this night, and I've been waiting for him. <laughs> you know, I was like, Jesus, don't do that." Um, when she was explained to him, you know, yeah, because at this time, John knows that Michael is his uncle. Mm. He's aware of that. But she could yeah. have said, he killed your sister and bring out the picture. And that could have been yeah. another big tiff. 
between them. Exactly. You know, th I mean, these are these tender moments that you like so much, and I gurgitate. Oh, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, even if they'd have included Halloween Four, Jamie's mm -hmm. still alive. They could have kept Jamie Lloyd in this franchise. But after a while, as I was getting to the point that you, the question you just asked, it just falls short with me now. Mm -hmm. It's a movie that's on cable constantly because yeah, there's yeah. very little editing to do here. Yeah. It's almost PG-13 in my book. Mm, yeah, you're right. It's not And the ending, let's talk about the ending. Darren, is this the only way? A lot of people say, this is the only way you could have killed Myers. And for all intents and purposes, using Dave's quote, he was dead. He was dead. Yeah. I was satisfying. It was. I, 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 I think back at the time, I was a bit like, I, certainly the first time I saw it, I was shocked. I didn't think they would do it. Um, and then the second and third time, when I was, you know, schmoozing, uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> I honestly thought it's the right decision to make. Yeah, I mean, it's what way can he do it? I agree with mm -hmm. you. What other way could he have done it? I mean, yeah. the guy's been burned alive. He's, he's supposed to have no eyes, and so how's he seeing? And uh, you know, but how? What other way to do it? Ladies and gentlemen, we we're all taking this from Taking Shape, like we said in the beginning. Um, yeah. It's a fantastic read. I think out of all the sections, this is actually the shortest section. It really? is one of the shortest sections. It, it really is. But it is. It does have some, I mean, because I've never been a huge fan of the film, I've never really looked into this one as much before. And to find out that we were going to be, you know, that, that there was a possibility we were going to get such set pieces as helicopters chopping Michael Myers up. It's kind of uh, opened my eyes a little bit. Cliffhangers, yeah, cliffhanger. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's interesting what went on. All these movies have got a story, like any movie yeah. production has. Um, but it's kind of like you have to get things right, and it takes a long time for the Accards and the Weinsteins and Dimension and Carpenter and everybody else involved to move the needle to the right position to to, to be in a, a a safe place to, to to release a film that people are going to appreciate mm -hmm. and um sometimes they've got it right sometimes they haven't but some of the examples of stuff that they could have done are just kind of mind-boggling or could have been correct they should mm. have went that way yeah and then yeah as you said the producers and everybody gets involved with their sticky fingers as now nah, we, we, we don't want that you're like but that's good and that's mm. what this book tells you this book tells you the stuff that could have been awesome all right ladies and gentlemen we're going to end before we get all pissed off on something else uh there <laughs> we got some thank yous though we have we have uh just a couple of of new subscribers um and they are i can bring it out up now uh busy b uh, is a now a new member of, of our YouTube membership and Adam Allen. So guys, thank you very much for, for subscribing. It's great to have you on board. You were in, entered into the YouTube and Patre Patreon raffle this week. Yeah. You know what, ladies and gentlemen, when we do the raffle and we ask you guys to pick three movies when you're part of our um, little club, you guys come up with some great movies that Darren and I are just like, man, God, I haven't seen that in a while. Let's do that one. <laughs> one of these days... Somebody's going to pick rubber. <laughs> or birdemic. Or birdemic. You're right. You're right. <laughs> or maybe somebody will pick something from the 50s and 60s. Go old school if they're into that. Or maybe even a hammer film. Darren, maybe. I know you would be. You would love a maybe. hammer film. And we still haven't done... There's a lot of movies we haven't done, like Alien and Aliens and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and 
Um, did we do Predator? I think we did do Predator, didn't we? No, no. not as a request. No, no, not as a best and worst of. We haven't, have no. we? No, no, no. So there's loads of things that we can, we can still, we can still cover on this channel, and probably will. Yeah, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoy this episode. We're continuing. It's getting up to uh, October fourteenth, two thousand and twenty-two, where this all comes crashing down. Hopefully not. You can be optimistic. Yeah, I'll we'll be the optimistic one. You'll yeah. be, yeah, uh, yeah. You're British. You like everything. I'm more sensible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, as always, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.